0: What is going on everybody welcome back to the nhl pens podcast i'm avery got to meet you here as well uh, we're gonna jump right into this episode it's been four games since we last recorded uh, all of them have been back-to-back games for the penguins um, friday the penguins played the dallas stars and won four to two uh, which increased their winning streak to five games but then penguins saturday night faced a Red Hot Marc-Andre Fleury, 3-0 uh, was the score there. Then they went on their Florida road trip and lost to the Florida Panthers 4-2 to and then to the Dallas Stars in a pretty disappointing ending for Penguins fans, to say the least, tonight against the Tampa Bay Lightning, a struggling Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, I don't think we're going to talk about the Dallas game too much since that was sort of an older one. The F- Vegas game, we can talk about that one briefly, but look, I think we're going to focus more on the Florida games and then moving forward for the Pens. So, I mean, what do you think? How do you think the Penguins played against a red-hot Marker andre Fleury Saturday night?
1: Oh, well, actually, that that's the one game of the year I, I couldn't watch, but I did see <laughs> the highlights on that. Yeah, and I, got, I was so mad, too, because I knew it was going to be a good one. Uh, but uh, I was re- I watched the highlights, and obviously, thank God I have Twitter and Instagram now. I, I get a bunch of feedback from the fans uh, who do watch the game. And uh, yeah, I, I, from the highlight saves I saw, Fleury played amazing, and I can already imagine what kind of a game it was. Uh, it's actually being one nothing until the two empty netters. Uh, Tristan Jari had a great game, from what I've heard, you know, right, only allowing one goal. And uh, it's a frust- frust- frustrating game because it's a game where – Obviously, on the second night of a back-to-back, you already got the win on the first night of the back-to-back. And having your backup goalie, and all you can ask for from your backup goalie is to give you the chance to win. And he did more than just that, only giving up one goal. But you couldn't get at least two to get the win when normally any other night, Penguins are scoring two or more. Uh, but obviously, you know, Marc-Andre Fleury, in his uh, back in Pittsburgh, first to win since leaving. It was meant to be, right? I wasn't too mad at that game, too, because it was a good game from what I've heard. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was a good game. I mean, the Penguins technically lost one nothing. Yeah, um, Jari played in that game. Man, dude, Jari starts. He's been unbelievable for the Penguins. They just can't get it done in front of him for whatever reason. And then Flurry played on his head. That's all you can really say about that game. And then two empty net goals there. The Penguins had some good chances, and Flurry just shut them down. Uh, the Panthers. That was a Frustrating game to watch at points. Uh, Murray had a few soft goals, but overall he played extremely well. Uh, the Penguins just couldn't get the offense go- going there. Sort of starting to see these injuries really get to the Penguins with their bottom bottom nine basically being AHL players. Um, and you definitely saw that against Tampa tonight. The first line. Unbelievable through all the games so far, but I mean, what do you th- what do you think about that Panthers game?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I actually agree with what you said there with uh, the injuries catching up to the Penguins I think it's a mixture of that and the, they're unfortunate right now with the look uh, you look at the goals that Murray allowed I'll agree some of them could have been stopped But the one there where he made the save goes up off his back and in like there's nothing you can do there uh, Just bad luck. There was another one. That was a redirection and Another bad turnover. Just go. Like Maybe if anything, you want him to save one of those three that he, that he allowed on against the Panthers. But uh, I think the Penguins should have been better in front of him. I feel like that's just the story all the time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think, like you said, it's a mixture of Penguins not being – or they're good but not good enough because imagine they had a guy like Malik in the lineup, not That I think they win a game against the Vegas Golden Knights and the Panthers. I think those are winnable games. But they just don't have that extra – you know, especially they're playing so many games you know, back-to-back, Then this is another back-to-back. I feel like you know, guys like Sam Lafferty, who I think has been playing good still, but you see the, the points kind of slowing down. A guy like Adam Johnson, who actually was a healthy scratch tonight against Tampa, uh, you know, he's kind of gone a little quiet. So it, it's tough to sit here and ask for these guys to produce all the time because uh, I'll say they're, if anything, at high right now, bottom six forwards. But mainly I think where they belong is either fourth line or AHL first line to dominate. Uh, but I think they've been playing great. But uh, you can definitely tell, right? The both these games, you're missing a guy like Malikan to make the play. And don't get me wrong, even a guy like Dumoulin who's also injured now. You know, I feel like yeah, I so mean, many Adam, injuries. A team Adam could
0: Johnson's take. nozzle now it says that he was uh, out with an upper body injury, so he's hurt as well.
1: Yeah, just too many injuries. So you know?
0: the injuries are really starting to pile up with the Penguins. And uh, this Tampa game tonight, really, I mean, they a good redirect goal for the first one. And then Tanev with unbelievable goal. Tanev has been such a good player for the Penguins the last couple games. Just waiting. It looked almost like a Mario Lemieux-type goal there. Ties it up. And then the first line. And then wh- whoever says that Dominic Simone does not deserve to be on the first line after that play tonight and how he's been playing the last couple of games. I'm sorry you're not a Penguins fan. Simone had you know, a unbelievable at least, at pass. Least you're not,
1: you're not watching the game. Yeah, you're not least, because, watching a lot uh, of games. Uh, Simone, uh, he's a guy that everyone uh, describes him as a guy who can't finish. Uh, and I guess you can agree there. He does, you know, he's not scoring the most goals, but I don't think he's on that line to finish. I don't know about you, but he definitely isn't there to. Uh, to no, get the, the 30 goals, 40 goals. The, 40 the goals. Play
0: that he set up too. That's why he's on that line is because he can make. That was a sick pass to Crosby, and Crosby just froze Vatselesky, and then Gansel scored. Beautiful pass. It was just a, that lines. A solid line, um,
1: and they they have chemistry now too. Is a thing yeah. you can see out there. Just that pass from Crosby, the first pass to Simo, where he did that little flip to the to the corner there, where Simo eventually. That, yeah, that the, Crosby that was, was a good entry too.
0: Yeah, Crosby's been really tearing it up for the Penguins. Uh, it's I mean then then the Penguins that got two penalties within the last four minutes of the game really and Gensel's I didn't That's, really understand both the penalties Marcus Pedersen's. I don't understand why he was called for throwing his stick away. Uh, but before that he had an unbelievable defensive stop, uh, diving across and deflecting the puck. And then Jake Gensel, that was a penalty. I'm, I'm not one to usually complain about penalties. Um, and it's just that one of those things where it's like, it's a two, two hockey game and there's a minute left. Do you really call, or there's like two minutes left. Do you really call that penalty there? Like yeah, it was that, that's a, it was an exactly it was a I aggressive game all day like night it was a chippy game and is that really a penalty that you call right there it's yeah sort of questionable but we're not going to dwell on the penalties um and then the end too that the whole sequence of events it's the penguins got so close and like looking at pictures and stuff on Twitter after the game and stuff I just. In general, too, because this isn't the first time something's happened. The Penguins have been lucky with these type of calls too. All no, all te- it would have gone. Fans, both sides, would have been mad if it would have been a call to goal or something like that. But just looking at the slow mos and stuff, where you can sort of get an idea and you can sort of figure that the pucks crossed the goal line, it sort of makes you think that the NHL needs to look in a. Little tracking the puck in the net and stuff, so they can really track to see where the puck is, and use that. That would time.
1: that would be great. That would be game that changing would, right because there. Because
0: if you go back and look at a picture that was posted on Twitter, it was it was a it was no doubt a goal. I mean, there's not enough evidence, so we're not gonna complain about it too much. But I think it'd just be cool overall to really, um, sort of have a more definitive look in the matter. But, I mean, nothing you can do about it then. The Penguins, uh, they're going to be at Dallas um, Saturday, and then we got a Flyers matchup on Tuesday. Um, Dallas is 3-7 now, but the Penguins have lost three straight. So hopefully the Penguins can get it together and um, get a win against a struggling Dallas Stars team. Hopefully. And hopefully
1: by then you get a guy like Rust or Bukestad yeah. back that I'm hearing.
0: Brian Rust is close to skating. Bukestad's close to skating. Malkin's a couple weeks out. Spider-Man is – I don't know <laughs> when he's going to return anytime soon. Um,
1: That's going to be so fun when he does come back, though, the memes when he scores. I know.
0: it's it's. I hope he he lights it up because I, I just feel like looking at Castle scoring goals and stuff and producing for Arizona – it's the Penguins haven't won this trade yet. Uh it's so I mean, you want them to win this trade and we want Galchenik to do well because obviously we want to re sign him hopefully. But I yeah. mean it's still early. It's still October. So it's exactly. not too concerning. We should have, hopefully have everybody back by end of November uh knock mm. on wood. And then the Penguins play the Red Hot Edmonton Oilers Saturday, which is gonna be I think it's going to be a real test if we're still missing players to see how well this team does. Because if we can keep it close like we did against Tampa and Vegas too, um, honestly, I, I this team reminds me a lot of the 2016 team uh, where the depth is just crazy. Um, I think they've had yeah. a rough couple rough games and we've run into some good goaltending the last couple games. Um, but come playoff time, if injuries go down, I feel like the Penguins have a
1: solid hockey team. Uh, yeah, no and doubt. also a mixture with young players, too. That's that's yeah. what I like the most, like like you said, from the 2016 team. I think uh, the main thing that we think of from that year uh, that compares to this year is the fact that all these young guys come up with the, the injuries. Well, the, I don't think it was injuries in 2016. I think it was just Mike Sullivan bringing up his guys. Yeah. But this year with the injuries, you know, uh, showing that exactly when guys do go down come playoff time, you could call up a guy like uh, Sam Lafferty, uh, Adam Johnson, even Blandisi who's been playing great. Uh, a lot of options you have. And, uh, yeah, I think that, you know, I'm not – like I, I see some people complain – or obviously you're going to complain, but uh, are panicking, I should say. Uh, and, I'm you know, it's only October. It's so early. You yeah. can't panic. Even if the Penguins lost even more games, it's still – panic is a little bit too far. Com- you know, worried, I guess. Panicked. Uh, that's I December, January. I would be more concerned January. if the
0: Penguins turn this – three-game losing streak turns into, like, a six- or seven-game losing streak. Yeah. That I'd be more concerned about it, because, I mean, the Metro's, it's, it's still a good Metro. It's a, still a good division. I'm. It's so early, too, to be looking at all these different standings and all that, too. Um, but, I mean, even right now, as a struggling Pittsburgh team, we're still third in the Metro. Um, so, the yeah, Penguins, I don't know. I don't think
1: we should really. We don't, don't need to look at it's that. The bottom. Little, you know? The
0: bottom line is, it's that the Penguins have a lot of injuries. We don't have our full roster. Our bottom nine is basically AHL players and guys that are playing on lines that you don't really have them play on. So it's it's going to be, it's going to be, um, it's going to be fun to see once the Penguins get back. I know Malkin. Hopefully he's resting. Hopefully they've given him a couple more weeks to really freshen up so he gets back out there. Hopefully, Crosby can stay healthy. Hopefully, Murray can stay healthy. And I feel like the Penguins, if they play like they did when they put on that five-game streak and they have a full lineup, the Penguins are going to be a very scary team to play against.
1: Yeah, like, um, that's the thing right now. At this point, if they could just be 500 with these injuries, I'm not mad. And right now, they won five. Uh, it being a, the whole thing about winning five in a row is, you know, getting that big jump over the other teams because you've won five but they haven't in a yeah. row and now losing the three that's what kind of you know, pisses me off now that you're just pretty much minusing what you're you've done now it's still not yet if you win next game and you go on another little two three game winning streak uh, you kind of recovered it but if you lose next game uh, you you won five in a row then you followed it with losing four in a row so you pretty much eliminated yeah. that entire win streak so that is frustrating but obviously at the end of the day if you told me the penguins were even gonna win five in a row with no malkin no russ no galchenik no all these guys i would take it even if it meant following up with four losses in a row because that's still uh, above 500 record and you're not gonna be a team
0: like buffalo or boston right now or even edmonton that's crazy hot it's the beginning of the year tampa's even struggling too so it's gonna it's gonna it's going to be interesting to see how the Penguins respond over the next couple of weeks. This is really going to be the determining point for how this team is going to be this year. And so I'm excited, too. It's going to be – It's uh, the Penguins are going to play some good hockey. Um, obviously, too, I thought the fun thing was, too, after we lost against Vegas, the Flurry, Flurry Murray debate happened
1: even though Flurry didn't even play. I can't believe it. It's That's just stupid. It's, I know. And I then, feel like, like we're at the point right now where it's it's just okay. It's three years now, I think, maybe even more. Uh, when are we gonna stop? Doing I think that? it's like, the like, Penguins like... fans
0: that have like abandonment issues and all that. It's just we're the fans that are we still the couple fans that have still followed the team since we've won the back to back cups. Uh, but I don't know. It's just people gotta get over it too, and let's also it's another thing too. Jack Johnson led the Penguins in minutes yeah.
1: tonight. That's that, that.
0: shouldn't be happening. I mean, well, and I'm not
1: even the one. I'm not gonna sit there and blame him. He's, had, that, a gu- okay, he's like, had
0: a. He's had solid last couple of games. Yeah,
1: like I don't wanna. I don't wanna bully the guy, just blame him. But I don't care who it is. A guy like Jack Johnson, who's obviously a bottom pair defenseman, should it's, not be playing over 18, and he got 25. more Especially
0: than, like, with Latang out, he's yeah. playing this year too. Latang, that's just ridiculous. Is it's. Uh... John Marino, though I like that kid, he's gonna be a good kid. I think hopefully the Penguins keep him in the lineup. Um, well, I definitely
1: think he's staying. Uh, with yeah. him getting up to to Latang's pair, yeah. without No Dumoulin, I think he's here to stay with, unless he really plays bad. Yeah, which is not looking likely.
0: And I, I just hope we trade Jack Johnson or since soon. Yeah, that third it's, goal tonight, it yeah,
1: it was all their fault too, man. And just like I don't mind having them in the lineup, but. It's so Then you think that yeah. you're paying $7 million for them combined on a pair. like and you can like have an actual got, superstar yeah. with that money. You got Instead like Marcus Pedersen.
0: He's diving and making sick plays to protect the net, and it's like we got to re-sign him.
1: That's like, that was a great play right there. That yeah,
0: was like <laughs> such a good play too. But yeah, too it's going to be an identity thing for the Penguins the next couple of games too, and it'll be exciting. I definitely don't think it's time to press the panic button yet. Yeah, not even no. close. You no. can't press
1: the p- panic button when you have like seven guys that aren't in your lineup. Or yeah, when like you seven have your, when you
0: have your normal top. When you have like half your forwards out, I don't know. It's like Pittsburgh is city of injuries. I feel like the Penguins. They I like. I've said now the Penguins come back and they play like they did that five game win streak, putting up points, 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 playing like a solid team. Crosby's dominating. Stanley Cup competitors, right there, and I have a good feeling about this team once we get healthy and once we really get going, too. Um, no doubt about it. Uh, I've had a better feeling than the Penguins the last couple of games, just last couple of years. Just the big question for me down the stretches if Murray can stay healthy. So that's going to be the real question. And Jari, and the thing
1: is, yeah, exactly. I was just going to say if he doesn't stay healthy or, or you know, falls a little. All right, Tristan jerry let's talk about him for a little here. He's definitely proven in the three games he's played that he can, if Murray goes down, can carry the load. Because he's playing like a starter right now with uh, the three that he's played. Especially these last two games, they, they result into losses. But especially the tonight versus Tampa, what, 45 saves. Only reason why it wasn't, what, 7-2. Uh, Vegas game only allows one goal. Penguins pretty much lose the game one nothing. And I forget uh, his first game, I, I believe, yeah, versus the Jets. Got a lot of help there was like 7-2. Uh, but again, he only allowed two goals, and he was great early on. So so far, Tristan Jerry, uh, I approve with them keeping him over the Smith as the backup. Yeah, and uh and he's definitely proven himself.
0: The Smith has been struggling a little bit too in the AHL.
1: Yeah, I've seen that too. It's that also, uh, that also could be uh, him being a little bit. Uh, I mean, also too. Colored.
0: I think the. Wilkes-Barre, Scranton Penguins have yeah. such a depleted team right now because we took half, all their, their half their players are in the NHL right now, which isn't a bad thing because it's making those players in the NHL that much better. Um,
1: exactly. Like, when they go back, when everyone comes back, like I think a guy like Sam Lafferty, we were talking about last episode, which was about what, close to a week ago, that no way you sent him down. Right? There's no way. But I think now if everybody comes back now, he's a guy you could send down. Uh, I like how he's playing despite even him not getting points, but let's say a yeah. guy like Malcolm Bukestad down the middle, come back rust. I don't think it's no longer a and problem. You got to remember too, McCann's
0: a second line center right now. Right now, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what the lines play out. Um, I the think uh, also to do is... the Penguins thing about trading one of the lower forwards that isn't really producing
1: a guy like maybe brian rust if he doesn't come up we've said that like many times i know it makes sense it's making
0: more and more sense now too that these younger guys if they keep putting up points and stuff when rust comes back and rust doesn't really produce then you get rid of that sort of heavy contract and you move on to even i wouldn't be i honestly wouldn't be upset with trading rust for a bunch of draft picks it's yeah, just to we don't need because knowing Jim Rutherford too, he'd trade Rust, and then it'd be somebody with such a stupid contract and yeah, I screw us mo- even more. I, I'd,
1: yeah, I'd, I'd rather trade away uh, Rust for either a prospect and a pick or something like that. Unless it's like another a another
0: player, unless it's like uh, a one year done. one year contract, yeah, at the ends of this year, and he's that. really going all in to try to win a cup this year, and we have a shot. I'll be I'll be okay with it. I'll yeah, be okay that. with being a columbus blue jackets going all in for a cup or in their case going all in for a a first huh. round win um but i mean with crosby and malkin their careers ticking down too it's just gonna it's gonna be interesting to see uh definitely see and then jari too um doc brought up a good point that jari's, jari's yes. a nhl ready goaltender
1: definitely he's
0: definitely i wouldn't say starter yet i don't think he's, pl- he's I'll played say this, enough if games it,
1: but if he, he was given the chance, if i think he think was if given he was a given chance he, he is, would be a number yeah. one but right now he's a backup because that's all he's been playing as but yeah. if let murray goes down right now long term which i really hope not i think he can have better it knock on wood right now i better <laughs> i don't have any wood here <laughs> no, but, knowing, no. knowing
0: matt murray he'll pull his groin and be out for six months and then Okay, now now we're asking to drinks. Knocking <laughs> uh, on wood there,
1: but it's no. Nah, but I should have used another example. But you guys, you yeah, get the no. Point where I, if if yeah. there's no starter and he has to be the starter, I have full confidence in him. Yeah, for what he's proved so he's far, he's definitely
0: gotten better since two years ago. I remember that Bruins game where he was starting. I think he let in three goals on like four shots. Got pulled, and then DeSmith came in and played horrible too. I definitely oh, yeah. think we're past that point. I think he's ready. not Hate to say it too, but if the if he's still somehow on the Penguins when Seattle comes around and stuff, I could we could be looking at another Flurry Murray situation because Murray will be two years older than two or a year older. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know when they're gonna.
1: I think it's next summer. I don't even know. I don't think it, no, it's not. obviously not this summer. No, I think it's. It's gonna, it's gonna be years, next summer. Two years. Yeah.
0: So it's. It'll be interesting, but I don't, honestly, I if Jari's playing that well too, and a team offers really good for him, I think the Penguins trade him. Uh, uh,
1: I obviously, obviously, I think uh, this is like with Flurry, you keep him because you're going to a playoff run. Uh, I think the most there was not much you're going to get back for Flurry at the time. No one was looking for a starter. Uh, well, someone could have got him as a backup, but you Flurry wouldn't have gotten too, him that If you much. think
0: about it, Flurry too was a backup, and he wasn't playing that well when he exactly. was in games. And then Matt Murray gets hurt in
1: warm Exactly, and that's and then, why Jim Rutherford kept him because that's, yeah. he knew something like that was going to happen, uh, and he thought for him it was more worth it to have a guy like Flurry in, in case a f- guy like Murray Fleury goes down. And Flurry
0: finished his last year at the Penguins, winning a Stanley Cup exactly. and being that's a very a, that's big the best part way you can it. get it. It's like yeah, absolutely.
1: That's story. Uh, story. Like a, you can't write a better story than that. And
0: really then go on to Vegas, Flurry. If you think about Flurry, played in three straight Stanley Cups. Yeah. Um, two out of three of them.
1: Which is pretty Which good. Which is pretty
0: impressive, and he was unbelievable for Vegas too. I think Flurry's Vegas revitalized his career a lot. I think Flurry came into Vegas with a chip on his shoulder, and I think he's, I, I think he's, if if you told me two years ago, when Vegas was, I'm being brutally honest, and I'm not trying to sound like one of these Flurry Murray people, but if you told me two years ago Flurry would be still playing at such a high level. I would have said keep Flurry over Murray, hands down, just because of the injuries with Flurry or Murray. He hasn't really been a, he hasn't had solid seasons the last couple of years, which we know he can. And Flurry has just been putting up those numbers, and he's still going up. I think he's eighth all-time win list or something like that.
1: Yeah, I saw that. So too.
0: he's he's still going up. Uh, it's good. It's I'm I'm glad he's winning, and, and then. I know we're getting off Penguins topic, but we're talking about old Penguins players. The real Neil James Neil, he's on fire in Edmonton too. So it's just it's good to see old Penguins players, fan favorites, yeah. really, really doing well outside of Pittsburgh. So
1: yeah, that, definitely, and I, I definitely think uh, that was a pretty interesting thing you said with the whole uh, Flurry thing because that's definitely a, a topic you can go on for like a good 30 yeah. It minutes is, going
0: on, and it's right like there. if you really, it's not like the oh we should have kept Flurry. It's like you give me two years. Looking back on it now, I'd have would hands hands down would have kept would have kept flurry.
1: So two years ago, being when Penguins like, winning their second uh, cup.
0: No, two years ago, uh, expansion draft. So I think it's three years ago now.
1: So right after the cup, right? They yeah. So the after cup.
0: we won the second cup, looking at it now, looking back at it now, and knowing that Matt Murray would have been plagued with injuries and stuff like that. And not being that consistent, I would have said I'll take Flurry because Flurry has like one bad game, and it's when Flurry has a bad game, it can be really, really bad game. But then he'll go on a streak for like ten games, and he'll be play lights out goaltending. And he hasn't really got hurt except for the first year of Vegas. He's been on a roll, and Murray's been in and out, inconsistent. So it's. It's, I don't know. It's interesting just to see. I'm not saying that the Penguins made a bad decision with Murray because they obviously picked the younger guy, um, but it's just a just an interesting thing to think about. Is what if we had kept Flurry? The,
1: yeah, the playoff, the uh, playoff runs
0: would have been different. I think that Washington Capitals series, round two, I think that would have been a different series because I don't think the goaltending in
1: that series was at all in our favor. Yeah, I mean. I think obviously it was a little bit more than goaltending, but I have to yeah. agree there too with the uh, Murray did have some a few goals in that series, but that that's very puts me in a tough spot because obviously I'm a huge Flurry fan, but I'm here thinking what I do the same. I don't think I would. I don't know because it's tough because obviously I think it's not really a debate. Flurry's been the better goalie from year one in Vegas to now, but I'm still I think I would still take Murray there because of the age. But that's the thing you can't really say that because. Let's say you do keep flurry. Where where are you with the team right now? Are you have you gone to another third round? Maybe Cup final. Um, you know, instead of Vegas going to the Stanley Cup Finals in that first year, does, is it the Penguins that go there right? Like, you don't know. So many ifs, but. I don't know if I'm really willing to give up on. So you'd say what? You trade Murray or you give him no, to Vegas? Because you can't no, just give him uh, up for nothing. Not right?
0: give him. No, I'm not saying trade him now. It's just looking back on. It, I would have. No, no, I'm saying. Like, yeah, let's
1: say you're at that point two years ago. I'm saying right now. Yeah, I would have. This... I would
0: have protected Flurry and let Murray possibly go because nah, you don't know. If, nah, I don't think I could do that. You don't know if you don't know if Vegas would have taken him. Though is the thing.
1: No, nah, they would have definitely taken Murray for yeah. sure. That, that's a. There's no way they pass up on that. At the time, you have to think of this too. 22 years old, just won two cups, two Stanley, and yeah. it was amazing in both of them. Right? Yeah. And we're looking at it now as okay. He's and by the way, I don't have a problem with Murray. Right? We're making it seem like no, Ray's no. I, I I I'm gonna say yeah. this
0: right now. Murray's been l- solid, very Great. solid this year, especially with the defense and the offense he has in front of him. He's been he's kept us in a lot of games too. And I'm just and, and it's we're just saying in the past like two years. It's. I mean, there's still a lot of hockey to play. But if Murray is – this can truly be his bounce back year. And I'm really hoping it is because I'm a big Murray fan. I'm not I'm not hating on Murray in any way. It's just, it's just an interesting thing to think about if you really think about it.
1: Um, yeah, because that's definitely a, a good de- a debate you can put. With yeah, like maybe exactly. one day we just throw that up there. Yeah. Because uh, I think that, that would be – if you put a poll in anything, that would be definitely the closest thing you'd get, like a 50-50. Oh, because uh, there's so many down. flurry that would be, and it, the comments, when that would be a whole war because there's so many flurry people with yeah, Murray people that are gonna down. go at it. That'll be fun.
0: <laughs> but I mean, let's get. I think we should. Now we've had enough, like off-topic penguin stuff. Let's talk about one of the bright spots: of the Penguins. Poolin eight-point night, he's oh, lighting yeah. it up right now damn this kid is good that's all I gotta say this kid I'm excited for when this kid laces up in his first penguins game
1: it, it'll definitely be in a, in a while but he it's, he's definitely looking he's good definitely, in his first year in his first year since getting drafted with uh uh from from the queue he's definitely that eight point I mean it, you can have a monster 4.9 five point8 point, I don't think I've ever heard that I know obviously the the CHL in general there's higher scoring but the eight points uh, that's just crazy obviously it was just a game you don't want to Projecting to be a, a you know all star now in the NHL because he had one good you know QMJHL game, but it's not only that game. I've been following him; he's been I yeah, think he's top five in points right now. Obviously, that eight point game had a play yeah. now, but he's definitely been putting a point. It's not like he had like eight points in eight games or whatever. Then now he has an eight point game, and he's double he's, point per he's game. He's one on of the season.
0: Penguins' young prospects that I've really been following this year, and yeah, I've, he's been exciting to watch. Him and Joseph, the uh, defenseman. Kid that we got um, in the
1: Kessel trade, yeah. yeah. I haven't really been keeping up with him that much, though. I, I keep up with Wilksbury. I, I don't know if he stood out with me, but I, I like he hasn't. At the he, prospects.
0: he hasn't really stood out as much. I mean, guaranteed Wilksbury to all their top prospects basically are playing yeah. right now. Uh, but I mean, it's it's interesting. The Penguins definitely, I think, the strongest part, like the they're saying in NBC, their strongest part is their goalie prospects, hands down. Like the Penguins have, they have an NHL-ready goaltender playing in the AHL right now. Um, yeah. The other Matt Murray too. It'll be <laughs> interesting to see if we see him next year. But, uh, um, I want that to happen so bad. That'd be Having such a. But that would be a situation where the Smith and Jari might not be on
1: the team. Yeah, I mean that's maybe during the yeah. like, expansion draft time you could see that happening, but I don't know. That's such a long time away. Uh, but also uh, the guy uh, Larmy, he plays. He's playing in the AHL right now. The, the Finnish goaltender they signed. He's a solid uh, goalie yes, prospect. Yes. Uh, he he's interesting to follow. I follow him on Twitter. He's a funny guy. But uh, on ice, he, he's definitely a guy. Uh, I could see. I believe he's 21 or 22. Uh, goalies obviously develop later, unless you're Murray coming out as a rookie, winning two Cubs. But uh, I don't. Mainly I they I've, they develop later.
0: Yeah. I, another thing with Murray too is I don't think he's in his prime yet.
1: Oh, definitely not. He's, that's that's, that's, he's that's a
0: fact. Definitely, it's like Jordan. I don't even know how's Bennington been doing. I mean, we're talking about young I don't think he's tenors. been doing good. I don't
1: think he's. I'm gonna look. I'll, Honestly, Bennington for me, I don't want to be a hater or anything. I really liked him. He was my favorite player last year in the playoffs, watching because I'm a goalie myself. So I just love watching you know goalies come out of nowhere and yeah, yeah. steal the show. But I, I just looking because everybody compared Murray to uh, Cam Ward or Andrew Hammond when he had that run. But people didn't realize that at the time when he did that, he was 21 and 22. Uh, he, he had room to grow, and he was good coming into the NHL. Bennington, for me, you look at his age, 25. He just there you can. He that's more of a comparison. I'm not going to say he is. He could definitely be a solid top-ten goalie for the next five years or so. But that's definitely a guy that you can compare to a Hammond, or maybe not as bad. But a guy who is not as good as he looked once upon a time you know, in the finals or in the whole playoff run because look at his, his age and where he came from he just came came out of nowhere and he's playing great at the age of 25 no expectations from unless correct me if i'm wrong maybe he was supposed to be great from when he was younger but i never heard of bennington as a as a solid prospect so that's a guy you could definitely like i wouldn't be shocked if he has a bad year this year because you know i hope i'm rooting for him i hope he has a good year but i wouldn't be shocked right and then but the thing is when if he has a bad year no one's going to mention it but yeah. with murray Murray is going to get thrown into all over the place uh, I don't know why Murray gets. Maybe I guess because he plays for the Penguins. You know, Penguins are. You know, I hate a team across everyone else. So I get it. You know, can't be mad at those things Bennington
0: has a two point six six goals against average and a 9-12 and, save percentage. Okay, yeah, that's not terrible. Not that's that's 10-9. average. That's
1: good. That's above average. I'll say, He's three
0: and one on the year.
1: Which yeah, he's. I guess. I mean, me. I don't look at wins for a, for a goalie. I just that's a team stat for me.
0: Well, it's interesting to see because uh, that because with those numbers,
1: um... I mean, it's definitely not a bad year. It's not great, no, but it's, it's not, not bad, and it's we're like what eight games in, nine games in. So that obviously doesn't matter. Yeah, um, I definitely think uh, he'll be good, though. You know, all I was saying before is if he does have a you know. It's mediocre not, season I wouldn't be surprised all It's I'm nothing
0: like Compared to Because I feel like The Penguins fan base too It's I don't think A lot of people Have realized Especially in the Penguins fan base That the Penguins Are gonna It's Definitely These are the start Of their rebuilding years I know we still have Crosby and Malkin But Yeah I mean Rebuilding years Are coming The next three to five years The Penguins Will be an average team again They won't be in Stanley Cup Competitor so, which is going to suck. Yeah, but I mean every team goes through it. You can't it especially hockey too. You can't do what the Patriots are doing. Like a tw-
1: that's that's like I think it's like that's a That's something it's you'll it's never like
0: see a again. A 20-year dynasty. You're never going to see that again. You're not going to see a player that like, like Tom the Red Green Wings. winning six worlds. Yeah, like the Red Red Wings. Um, yeah, you'll never
1: see that like 20 straight playoff runs or whatever it was. 2.5. Yeah, Penguins you'll still, never see that. The
0: Penguins still have the longest active playoff streak. So and hopefully, hopefully they continue can keep it. that. Um, but I just think Murray gets a lot more hate because it's in a fan base where in a city too that's used to winning championships, except for the Pirates. Uh, the oh. last couple seasons, I mean, the Steelers stink right now. Sorry for all you Steelers fans, but they stink. Um,
1: well, it's expected, right?
0: And yeah. I mean, but the Penguins, it's they're probably the best team in Pittsburgh the last couple of years and oh, sure. I mean, with that winning championships comes a lot of a lot of um, uh, expectations. It's like the Bruins and Patriots, they're solid teams. The Bruins are going to be a solid team for the next couple of years. The Patriots get, they'll suck when they actually suck. I don't see them slowing down It's anytime soon so it's just any popular team, gets a lot of hate if they don't do well and the Penguins. It's sort of its sort of the end of the dynasty uh, for the Penguins. I still think they can win a cup this year. I um, hope so. It'd be nice to give Crosby and Malkin at least the one last sure cup. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how it, the season plays out. I'm excited like I've said too. Um, I think Malkin's going to come back and tear it up. I think Galchenyuk, Spider, Spider-Man, he's going to – hopefully he starts getting going. Tanev has been solid. Jake Gensel is still playing. I don't think he's going to be a 40-goal scorer this year, but he's playing solid. Crosby. Uh, it's still possible, though. He's scoring yeah, every game. I feel like. I, yeah, uh, Crosby, silky winner. I hope. <laughs> hang it's all possible. Right? Norris,
1: yeah, everybody's gonna win awards. But I don't care. Get the cup. Get a that's cup. That's the we'll, the bring all the hardware.
0: Yeah. We win the president's trophy. We break the president's trophy curse. You know. Be yeah, win year. the cup. I don't care.
1: Yeah, as and long the thing as is, win. if the Penguins, if the Penguins win another cup, you have to definitely. It brings the argument: Crosby, in that era. Definitely, is up there. Better, for best, best I, of all time. I still not, not think just it's in the I, Penguins.
0: I still think it's the best. Crosby Melkshamir is better than Mario Yager. Yeah, I agree hands, with that. Hands but down, it's it's like yeah. I say this too. When you say Wayne Gretzky's the best hockey player of all time, yes, he is. But if Wayne Gretzky was playing in today's NHL, do you really think he'd be as good as Crosby is? As Crosby's in his fifteenth year and he's still dominating with all these young kids and how the league's gotten younger and faster it's just well, a, it's like, two that, two completely very, yeah. it's two completely yeah. different era of hockey yeah, like that's, if that's if why... if Crosby played in the yeah, era exactly. of Gretzky i think Crosby would have been lights out same with Ovechkin too exactly yeah but it's like I
1: actually i actually said this on twitter it was a few days ago about ovechkin and someone said if you played back then he would score like 300 goals a year or whatever which and i hate bringing it up because it's, it's true if you put crosby back then if you put
0: crosby would back there him, i think crosby crosby, crosby would have been better than you can't it's two different it, it's just no you
1: know why you can't compare it because crosby like you can't just magically like if the argument is take crosby up right now and put him back then he's gonna skate circles around everyone obviously but you can't say that because if crosby goes back then, he would grow up how everyone else grew up and he wouldn't have the same type of that's how true. they trained, right? And he would be uh he would have their equipment, their rules. He you can't just say Crosby of today or Ovechkin of today goes back and or you can't even say Gretzky of back then comes here. Because if Gretzky comes and Lemir comes uh to where we are right now, they would have the technology, the equipments everything that the players of today have and they would probably maybe dominate yeah. as much as and the Crosby, thing that Ovechkin annoys on. me the most so its too, such a tough thing. It's right? going to come down thing.
0: to Crosby Ovechkin, who's the better player. People sort of forget that Crosby missed a, good a lot of time, two years of That's no crazy. hockey with his injuries
1: in his prime, too. And to in his prime.
0: In his prime, and he's only like I think he's like ten points in front of Ovechkin.
1: I think he's ahead of him now. He's he no Crosby.
0: Crosby's been ahead of Ovechkin points-wise for a while. Yeah, yeah, this thing. Like last after year. he broke a thousand, they've he's sort of yeah. Crosby's picked it up, but Crosby, if he wasn't hurt those two years, he would. I think he would have been at least two hundred points in front of Ovechkin.
1: Definitely. And, look, look, do me do me a favor and go look at his point totals in those yeah. years. I think they were crazy. They looked like on pace to be a career years. I think one of them was in that in, where he got the puck to the face in the the twenty thirteen season. He was on. he, he was assist per game. Get like forty something points in twenty something one games.
0: What was, was the um, Winter Classic. He got yeah, concussed. that
1: that was that gives me like nightmares. And that, and that's just so unfortunate. His, the jaw thing year the was year that? after that was twenty thirteen. The jaw 2011, thing happened in twenty eleven.
0: Was the concussion?
1: Yeah, yeah. The Winter Classic versus the Capitals. He
0: finished the year with sixty six points.
1: On in how many games? In forty one games. Yeah, you see that's crazy. That, that's on pace for one twenty. He was hurt in January man I wish that never had like just I wish if there's one thing I can go back in time to change sports wise would be that just take him out mm-hmm. of that game or just have that game not happen then 20, that, but then again 2011-2012 t-
0: the lockout year yeah or the no, short uh, year the yeah 13, because 13-14
1: was... I think the year that no no 12-13 no, I think yeah 12-13 okay. was the lockout because the
0: year afterwards he played 22 games and had 37 points yeah that's 20... the year two where right? 2012-2013, 36 games and 56 points. And then he came back yeah. and got 104 points. And then yeah. the last couple of years, he's been 80.
1: At the 89-89 range. And then last year, he got 100. Yeah, Crosby's a different type of player, man. <sighs> like the, the fact that we have to... I don't think there's ever a comparison with Crosby and Ovechkin. I hate to bring that up. The only thing Ovechkin's way better at is scoring Old goals. scoring. But, but it's not only that, but it's also... Uh, Crosby's position allows him to be better than Ovechkin Because a center, I say this all the time It's way more valuable than a winger I think Crosby plays better defensively, makes his teammates better Meanwhile, Ovechkin's just a better goal scorer So if, if we're arguing goal scorers, yeah, Ovechkin's better But if we're arguing players, Crosby takes Making the case, his team ball. better
0: around him It's it's Crosby hand down And I'm going to look at Ovechkin's points So Crosby is 1,129 points
1: And he would be closer to 1.5 right now if he didn't get injured those years. Yeah. Which is so frustrating. Because he had a real chance of getting 2,000 in his whole career. And Ovechkin's at
0: 2,223. So Crosby's got 229 points. Or, yes, points. And wow, Ovechkin's point totals the last couple years. He's more goals than...
1: Yeah, he's a goal scorer. He's a he's, natural. Like, he can actually his, beat. Looking Red at Schmier his and
0: assists it. and stuff, it's nuts.
1: Yeah, he's a pure goal scorer. Yeah. Like, that's it. That, you'll, you'll never get another goal scorer like Ovechkin. I think, no. like in my opinion, I think he is the greatest goal scorer of all time. Uh, it definitely arguable. Yeah, it goes yeah. back to the point again because you don't know if you put him back then. I I think you just take this era how hard it is to but score But it's like people comparing it's, him to
0: Patrick Line. It's like Patrick Laine, he's what has he Patrick done? Laine. What is what has yeah. he done this year? I'm sorry yeah. to say Winnipeg, Patrick Laine took a I, dip. He I think he's I don't think he's as good as a, I never really thought
1: he was a good player. He had that thing in his rookie year where he was scoring all sorts but ever since then he took a real dip downwards. Yeah. I don't know what happened it's to him. It's not
0: like Austin Matthew, Austin Matthews and McDavid are the next Crosby Malkin in the NHL. Um, And like I hate, to, I hate to say it to Devils fans, Jack Hughes I'd be worried
1: no, nah, I wouldn't be worried yet it, It's just a few games uh, I think, but he's picked it up over the last couple of games Right, he scored his goal there They've been winning I, th- I think Hughes is going to be good I think Hughes is going to be better than he For the two number one picks that they have Just yeah. off of, uh, yeah. just an opinion Quick opinion, I don't I think, In my opinion, I think Hughes is going to be the future number one center Who's going to be, the you know Point for game, guy, or close to it. I think shift for me is going to be the the caves, the the good defensive center yeah. that they're going to have back there as the as the two C, and they're going to have a really good one and two, uh you know, down the middle like like the Penguins, which is uh, something I as a, as a, if I was a GM, that's how I would try and build my team mainly because that's how I saw the pen. I grew up watching the Penguins building their teams that way. I would try and get two solid centers down the middle, and then worry about everything else, you know, after I get those two centers. And the Devils have that right now. They just need to grow them. They just need and the win those. Oh and, man. Uh, yeah, but, man, we could we'll talk about well. all this for hours. It's I mean just so much interesting things happening I, happen know. In this I year mean so it's much.
0: like you're looking at Malkin too. He's got a thousand and three points.
1: Malkin, yeah, Malkin's up there too. He's... And him too, he missed time in his prime. Not yeah, as much he... as Crosby, but but he's had problems injury-wise as well.
0: Well he's also too had two 2015, 2016 the year we won the cup. He had fifty-eight points that year. Holy crap. I didn't realize he had fifty eight points.
1: Wait, that's what year are we talking about now?
0: That's the first year we won the cup.
1: Yeah, he got hurt, did he? The end end with the HBK line that came out of nowhere. The HBK line was the third line though. Yeah, but but he I'm saying he got he hurt. He played so he still, and, uh... Uh,
0: yeah, he played fifty seven games, that makes sense. Yeah,
1: exactly. So he was point per, I think he's been point per game in every year. Except maybe one
0: uh, the only year I could see him is uh,
1: and it wasn't 2010, by much,
0: 2011 think. 43 games at 37 points yeah and if you maybe
1: you can make the argument if you played all the games he could have caught back up and yeah. you know been point for game Malkin, the fact that he gets i think he's definitely the right, the whole top 100 thing he's definitely top 100 i think he's top uh, at least 20 of well, 25 NHL's
0: never given him enough credit for what he's of done. all time
1: man he's just uh, i I have no words on how he's so under the spotlight because Crosby's on the it's, team, and yeah. obviously it's a, it's a great problem to have. But if he was on his own team by himself at the start, he's definitely up there this whole decade as one of the best of the decade, right? Up there yeah. with Ovechkin and Crosby. Mm-hmm. But because he's number two to Crosby, we don't we don't only Penguins fans, mention him. It, it, even now Penguins fans are hating on him for some reason.
0: Ugh, I mean, Penguins fans nowadays are so cancerous. Yeah. It's and
1: unbelievable. Reading Twitter, fun.
0: brain cells just leave my head. And it's like, <laughs> I'm a Penguins fan too. And like I had, like last year during the Islanders, I think most Penguins fans are salty when we got swept. Yeah, yeah. But it's sure. like this year too, after we lost Vegas 3 nothing, it's like, oh, Murray's fault. Murray didn't even freaking play. He clearly didn't watch the game. They let in one goal and the two other goals were sh- empty net goals. Jari nice. played unbelievable.
1: Unbelievable.
0: Like tonight too, I saw somebody said Murray's fault. He didn't even can play.
1: I don't. I, I don't know. If, like I really want to like talk to these people. I, I think it's just. There. I think
0: it's just the people that root for the Penguins because they're solid team to root for. Because like they're never not gonna have a bad year. Oh yeah. So it's like one of those safe teams to root for. But then it's like they're not gonna win the cup. So it's like then they're the people that jump off once playoff time starts and they just crap on everybody. It's like. People still even I saw comments today too. People still giving Dominic Simone crap.
1: Yeah, just it's. Like, I mean, I don't know.
0: Oh my God!
1: There's too many parts of the fan base that like like there's the the Simone haters and there's the Latang haters and there's the the Malkin people that want him gone. Then you have the the Murray the, 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 that's the biggest one. The Murray people that want him gone. Uh, The only thing there isn't, I don't think there's any hate on the Crosby-Gensel line or duo, I should say, because there definitely is for Simone who's on that line. Uh, I think uh, who doesn't get hate? I think those are the only two who are protected. I have never seen one criticism on Gensel or Crosby in my, at least the last few years. I have not seen it.
0: Letang, I don't understand where Letang's hatred's coming from. He had one bad yeah. game this year, and I remember texting you about Letang. Oh, yeah. And one bad and it wasn't game. Even, it wasn't even a terrible it, game. It, it was wasn't like that, a terrible yeah. game. It was just like stupid just like, turnovers and stuff. It's yeah. like, God, we got to deal with this Letang. And then that Letang goes out, scores that goal, and he's been lights out.
1: Yeah, that, that was the Dallas game you texted me, right? Yeah. That, or, no, yeah, I think it, it was.
0: It and he, it was like right after one like he had two bad turnovers. Yeah, like, God and, then, and then
1: he he responds with a with a beautiful and goal. And then that sick
0: goal. It's like
1: I don't know. Just no, I don't think Latang deserves hate. At no, all. I mean, he doesn't. Yeah, he'll have the odd uh, turnover here and there. but, yeah, I, mean, but I mean, come every... on. Look, look at everything that he does. So much so much more positives than negatives. There's no need to to hate on a guy like Latang after every bad plays. he's gonna have bad plays because you know what let me say this one bad play is gonna get followed with three great plays and if we just have that ratio all the time one bad play three great ones one bad play you're getting way more great than bad which is way worth it and he's human he's
0: human too so it's like
1: you know, just I don't know. Like, there's no reason for for hate towards Latang, no. unless he has like eight bad turnovers. Unless he like, see...
0: unless he pulls like a Jack Johnson and sticks the puck in the back of his net. But it's like, <laughs> oh my god, no, no,
1: that's definitely getting him hate. though. Yeah. He gets hate when he does good things. When he does, if he's gonna do bad things, he's definitely gonna get all sorts of hate from that crowd that thinks he's a forward and not like he's from. And I'll say this: in the beginning of his career, he definitely had defensive problems as a 22, 23 young offensive defenseman. But let me say the last five years how he's developed into a solid two-way defenseman. He's if Lutang doesn't score a single point now for he can still move the puck up, he still has his offensive skills, but doesn't get a point. He's still a solid top, one of the top half of the defensemen out there because he does so much defensively. And again, if he gets no points but still keeps his offensive instincts and all that, he's still a great puck moving defenseman, he can quarterback the power play. There's so many things he can do even when he's not getting points. And he on top of gets the points. I believe he's close to point per game this year. Like to start off it just there's no reason right now this year at least to hate on crystal Tang. there's zero he's giving you nothing and people still find things to hate on him for
0: justin fan base is interesting
1: a very interesting group of people yeah
0: it is it'd be funny to sit down and talk about um it's like it's like i'm reading comments on twitter right now it's just people saying jari played a really bad game
1: he stopped,
0: 40, he stopped forty-three out of forty-five shots tonight. Dang, I'm sorry, I'm killing everybody in my mic right now, but <laughs> it's it's just unbelievable. It's it's funny. It's I gotta say it's funny. Um, but I, I think know. we've done enough talking about uh, penguins hockey and hockey in general. The Penguins are back in action Saturday night. Uh in Texas, Dallas. Um I'm playing the Stars, and then we're gonna be the Wawa versus Sheets matchup in Pittsburgh. Um, till then, hopefully Penguins can get some skaters back in the ice. Hopefully Bukestad and Rust will be in the lineup too. That was I think big, they will. Yeah, I think they will too. Um at least
1: one of them. At least one of them. Big Bukestad step. In the right pull, I, I put my money on Bukestad. Yeah, I could see that. Which is huge. Um, Getting uh, guys back. Malkin, down
0: Malkin's been skating too, which is a
1: good sign. Uh, I think they all have been skating. Yeah, somewhere. all been except, except skating except Dumoulin. but I mean, we need Dumoulin back. To, I completely forgot that he's out. Like, I just forget I about had, it with all know, these things. Because, m- because so important. Moreno's Moreno's
0: in there. That's yeah, he's playing I good. I think it's we're not. Yeah, really, yeah, and hopefully McCann stays healthy. Uh, yeah, Rust Rust says he's hoping to be back Saturday. So.
1: I'm very interested to watch Russ play this year. Yeah. Because, like, uh, you know, we, all this talk about the trading thing, if you're not playing well, you know, I think he's going to have a good I, I called him getting 20 goals this year. Yeah. Of course, he gets injured uh, for the first 10 games of the year. He's probably going to get off to a slow start because he's missed so much time. But I'm still, I'm still sticking with my prediction. 20 goals from Brian Russ. Please, Brian, do it. <laughs> I think it's definitely possible.
0: Yeah, and Malkin could be back uh, against Bruins. Hopefully he's back is, against – Boston when is November, that game? November 4th. I'm going to that game.
1: They need to win Damn. You know, I thought I'm not gonna lie when when we first got these notifications for the injuries i I was expecting Malkin to be out out like January, yeah, it looked, February. I think it looked
0: worse than it actually was going you back, know what I mean Washington like, is, like is, He's lucky he, he did not like tear his ACL or something there. Oh no, man. Nice. knowing Malkin hits It would have been some freak injury and Malkin's like yeah, he's had those types of injuries before long-term IR and the penguins mm-hmm. are scrambling Cause then at that point, I think if Malkin's out for a while, you you, you
1: make a trade. But... Oh, definitely right. That to to yeah. find out. like someone who can come in, uh, and and step up as the two three C right. That but that's obviously I don't think he's gonna be out. It, yeah, talking, yeah. he's gonna be back in November. I think we're good here. Uh, but you don't want to rush him back either. I don't no, think if he's not, not fully ready, if he's not percent, it's, it's not worth, worth him playing.
0: being out when the Penguins are trying to make a playoff push. Yeah. If the Penguins need to make a playoff, hopefully it's more relaxing. Yeah, I don't um, want that. <laughs> what we got time, last year. Like last year before. where it's like it literally came down. If the Penguins lost the last two games of the season, we would have been out. Which, preferably, I wish we'd missed the playoffs. But...
1: Yeah, looking back at it now. But it's still, last, I wanted to make it year. during... We in still, the time, got, we obviously got, the, we still got the streak, so... Um, yeah. Can you imagine the Penguins missed the playoffs by like a few points and got the lottery? We're... Got the lot into. Yeah. I know. Ugh. See how Chicago jumped up, imagine that. I, would, I mean, now we're just saying all sorts of stuff, but I mean, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah.
0: Imagine the Penguins get like a next world class talent when they still have Crosby.
1: Then I would, I would, I would accept the Penguins get really lucky comments because that that's that's lucky me, right there to do that. Imagine uh, you get Jack Hughes behind Crosby, Malkin. You already have the replacement. Like, can you imagine 100? Jack
0: Hughes like they turn him into a winger and he just. He had goes out has like a hundred twenty five point season like just like that year. all of a sudden
1: penguins have a new uh, elite superstar on an entry level for the next three years so they don't have to worry about the cap. Thank you, um, god. again. Uh,
0: <laughs> but we can only dream. Instead, uh, they
1: got swept yeah. by the Islanders. Whatever. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so this by, year, Carolina, but. who got swept by the Bruins and who got who lost to the Blues. So the Penguins are the ultimate losers pretty much last playoffs. Yeah,
0: and I say it every year, it's when somebody brings up the Penguins got swept, it's like at least we would have beat the freaking blues. I'm confident if we made it to the cup finals we would have beat St. If they were
1: good enough to go all the way, they would have definitely beat them. That would have been their easiest opponent (laughs) of the three they got. Oh my god. So far in this in this era, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, I would say that. McCann, I think the Predators were better than that. Blue
0: team. Yeah, the I Predators. The, the Predators, I was nervous for. I remember. Yeah, me too.
1: Predators were a good, good team.
0: But well, wraps up tonight's episode. Um, I know the schedule's a bit weird since we had the back-to-back games, so we decided to hang out with the recordings and just wait until the back-to-back games were done. Uh, we'll be. Hopefully putting out this episode tomorrow, which is Thursday. And then putting out another episode Wednesday after the Flyers game, too. Uh, So thank you so much for listening, everybody. Hopefully the Penguins will be on a two-game win streak. And the Edmonton Oilers just lost tonight, too. I just got off uh, off topic, but... Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. And as always, let's go,
1: pens and then I'll take the punks out. Feeling